You are listening to DFPN, the Dat Feeling Podcast Network. If you'd like to advertise with us or have a great podcast idea that needs a home, please reach out to us at podcastdatfeeling at gmail.com. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your favorite podcasts. And always remember to question the answers. Go get it. Hey, what up, everybody? Mac, a.k.a. your boy. Coming at you with another installment of I Said What I Said, Don't At Me. This is the bonus episode appearing on my my uh, my own uh, podcast network. And I am blessed to have my homeboy of at least, what, 16 some odd years or something since back at Eglin? Yeah, bro. Yeah, my man, uh, Black yep. Matt, go ahead and, uh, and, and talk to the people one time, man. Yo, what's up, Boy, bred like a king, made us Kelvin Caitley. And uh, it's an honor to be here today talking with the homie. Um, There's been many conversations we've had over the years that's been hilarious as shit. So this is going to be another one, I think. Oh, oh yes, most definitely. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) real talk, my man was looking out for me. Um, He's the one that put me on the uh, the Dad Feeling podcast uh, on that team. That the, the that family, I should say, um, yeah. Uh, it is it is a network, and I've been trying to tell y'all. I know some cats be coming at me like, "Yo, where's your podcast at?" I ain't seen it on the the regular. And I'm telling y'all, just wherever y'all stream podcasts, man, just search that feeling, D A T F E E L I N, and like you'll see a couple of my joints on there with yep. hundreds. I want to say hundreds because like I was scrolling through there the other day. And I started from the the first ever podcast y'all put on there, and I was just like, "Oh man, it's gonna be a minute." <laughs> you let these things ride. Yeah, it's I think by the end of two thousand nine, uh, we had our two hundred. No, actually, we had our hundredth podcast to come out at the beginning of the year. Was our one hundredth um, podcast? Actually, it was your episode. Oh your yeah, episode on the on the network. Yeah, the uh, the first yeah, one I did so, for y'all. Yeah. But uh, how did yeah, you? Yeah, uh, so it's been. So yeah, so tell uh, how how did you? Uh, I'll go ahead. End up uh, getting getting uh, put in charge of, of managing. Uh, what do you, you got? Like 11, 11 some odd people on that. I think more, right? How you get in charge of that? Yeah. So actually, the goal is to have like thirty podcasts. Mm-hmm. Yes. End of this year. So, newsflash: If you're doing podcast out there, come join the family. We love to have you. You know what I mean. So, um, how I got involved with it. So, um, for the people who don't know, me, you, uh, the homie Pitt or TC Pittman and uh, Aunt White, we all like embarked on this podcast journey, kind of at the same time together. So. I started uh, wrestling with my thoughts podcast around the same time you started. I said what I said, and um, the homie uh, Mark Sox was uh, was cool. We've been cool for for a while, for about six years, and uh, he reached out and he was like, "Hey man, I like what you're doing, and um, I got an opportunity over here with these podcasts. If you want to come join the network, so I joined, and then he was like, "Hey." Uh, I really like what you're doing, so I want you to run it. So, but, but now I was like, yeah, because a lot of people don't know 
that dude, um, he provides nothing but opportunity. You know what I mean? And I'm all for that. So if, if I have the opportunity, like, to bring you on, and eventually I want to bring the other guys that we started this shit with on to it because I feel like you all had something to offer to it, not just podcasting, but um, the way you guys work and how that worked out and then how you've been in the fold so far. Um, it's just been awesome. As everybody, it, it kind of elevates everybody else, which is what I need. I need more of that shit. You know what I mean? So speaking with the homie, he's like, man, look, I want 30 podcasts. Say no more. I'm going to go look. You know what I mean? So <laughs> that's the goal right now. And it's just, <laughs> it's, it's been amazing to, um, to get to do, man, for real. All right. Yeah, man. Hey, again, I appreciate it, man. I mean, it, it not only, you know, put me in touch with, uh, with uh, like-minded individuals and, and, and people. Cause um, like I said, in, in my first podcast with you guys, like one of my goals this year is to just kind of get involved and be surrounded and, and be, you know, included with people with like, like-minded goals and like-minded aspirations and stuff like right. that. So um, like, I mean, I, I, I got a, a good self motor. Like I, I can, motivate myself only so much but then i'm in this group with y'all and i see you know every other day boom new episode boom new episode boom new episode and and i mean not toot our own horn but man this last week these episodes been fire bro man <laughs> they've they been fire <laughs> they've been on their game this week i was like shit by the time i got to mine i was like man i shouldn't even put this shit out but <laughs> Nah, I was like, "Fuck it, man! Talk your <laughs> shit, bro. Talk your shit, man. Get out there, man!" And, and, and I love it, man. And I love it, and and I like how everybody's looking out for everybody, man. And like, dude, every time I see a new episode, like, I, I know people who are watching this, uh, who know me, and and we're listening just for my podcast, and y'all see me sharing everybody else's podcast. I'm not sharing it just cause, like, I'm sharing it because, like, I listen to the nah, shit. Nah, go sharing. listen to them shits. Yeah. Yeah, go listen. They dope. Yeah, and I have the privilege of listening to all of them first. And like, I know when when I know an episode is gonna be good, I'm like, oh yeah, I can't wait for this shit to come out. <laughs> so I be like in in my room, like I can't wait. This shit about to be dope. Like, um, like fuck you on the last episode he put out. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was listening because he gave me the choice. He gave me the choice. He was like, whatever one you want to come out first. He gave me two episodes. He's like, whatever one you want to come out first, just. Let me know, and I'll send you the write-up for it. So I listened to both of them, mm-hmm. and I was like, I was like, oh no, this shit has to come out. Like I'm over here, like looking at my <laughs> wife, watching, listening to the shit. Yeah, you motherfucker. <laughs> like you knew what this was, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that, and you know what? No, no Yo, shit. he had me rolling with that episode. I was like, that shit caught me off guard because, like. You know, normally that man sip the crown and, and he be a straight fool. Like he just be clowning everybody and and speaking his shit. Right, right. When he started right. talking on that one. I was just like, oh shit! Like I, I was listening to it on the way to work, and then I got to work. It was like fifteen more minutes left. But man, I went in work, plugged my speakers into my phone, listened to the rest of that shit at the desk. I was like, but I, I just can't <laughs> pause this and then wait till lunch to listen to it. Like I gotta finish this shit now, but. Yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, man. So yeah, let's get on. Go ahead and get on into this. So, um, I asked my man uh, to give me a, a, about an hour, a little bit more, or however long he got of his time. Because um, if you don't know, um, 
I have it because he just posted it today, and I haven't had a chance to share it or, or repost it in my story. But um, he also talked about Kobe um, and ha- and how that affected him. Mm-hmm. And I know all y'all know I'm a big Kobe fan. I already released my my episode about it, but um, I I didn't get into um, what Mac got into today as far as like the media and especially Gail King. And go ahead and Mac yeah. and, and, and and tell the people about that right real quick. So like the immediate the media thing and and like I said in my podcast, like I I wasn't the big Kobe Bryant fan. Like I really wasn't. Um actually I was like one of the people rooting against him because my team's the Phoenix Suns. And like it seemed like every fucking time he played them, he had a career game. Like he was just Breaking records on the fucking signs, you know what I mean? It's just horrible. <laughs> so, I did not like Kobe, but the, it shouldn't diminish the player that he was. Like, if you if you like basketball, then you should at least respect what the man did. And I feel like I felt like after he passed away, like the whole stigma surrounding like the the rape allegation that he went through was just like a constant topic of discussion. Mm-hmm. Like. Why the fuck are we bringing this into the discussion? The man's gone. Like, what you gonna do? You gonna bring his ghost back and prosecute him? You know what I mean? Like, for what? Why y'all bring that shit up? And then, like, and, and I, I dived into more shit, but it was just like that. You can't just let the man just rest in peace. Like, damn, he entertained the shit out of y'all for years. You know what I mean? Like, he gave you countless memories, um, both on and off the court. And, like, the last thing he did was the shit that he actually wanted to do, man. He died being a dad. Yes. You know what I mean? I mean, he's not doing some some regular everyday dad shit. The only thing, only difference was he's famous, he's got a lot of money, and he took a fucking helicopter. Other than that, he was dad shit. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he was he was going to be with his kids, going to a sporting event to support his kids, coach the other kids because he is a coach. I'm a coach. That shit's about. But you're coaching your kid. That's a way that like. And a lot of people, a lot of dads can get with this shit because I coach just to st- spend more time with my kids because I don't have time outside of out of coaching. You know what I mean? I work a lot and then all this extracurricular shit. So that's my way of like bonding with my kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that that's probably what he was doing. I could totally understand that. So for him to, to leave Earth just doing some regular dad shit, like, oh, like that shit was super disrespectful to like bring up in press conferences or regular interviews. And then, like, the whole Gail Kim shit, I was like, that's some sucker shit, man. <laughs> like, why would you even bring that shit up? <laughs> like, for real. Like, like, why would you even bring that shit up? Like, what prompted you to say, all right, let's ask about the rape allegation in 2002? And then what I said in, what I said in the podcast, like, even if you're not a wrestling fan, like, you've just been wise. And the reason you know what Chris Benoit is because the fucking murdered his whole family and himself. And even with him, like, nobody talks about that shit at all. Like, and it's like, why would y'all, this man killed his whole family that got accused of some shit, which, hello, basketball players get accused of that shit all the fucking time. Like, it's, it's sad. It's a sad reality, but it's a reality. They get accused of some, some stupid shit like that all the time. He happened to not even get prosecuted about it. Why the fuck are we bringing this shit in the conversation? Why? Why is this Why is this like a routine question that you want to ask somebody like who's clearly mourning his death? You know what I mean? Like, this ain't... 
And this ain't like this ain't like regular Joe Blow. And this is somebody that actually spent time with this man, knows the type of person that he is, is completely thrown off guard by him. Like, why are you asking this question? Because they're clearly still mourning this man. You know? Yep. you know what I mean? And, and like, not even being a Kobe fan, I'm like, that shit is fucking disrespectful. It's, it's mad disrespectful. Because I wouldn't want nobody talking about me like that. That's fucked up. Yeah. Um, and that's just how I felt. And like when you was when you was ranting on, <laughs> I don't say ranting, but when you was when you was spitting facts <laughs> in your podcast about that, um, I, I was looking at it like um, all the all the other interviews that I've seen, right? And like I was mad at the media leading up to it because uh, the uh, the husband of the one that died, uh, I forget her first name. Her last name was Mauser. You're talking about Christina Mouser. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. She passed, and then they interviewed her husband, like, the day after, you know? And this dude crying. And they were just like, what's the hardest right. part? And he was just, like, telling my telling my, my kids that their mother's gone. Like, like, my thing is, like, I know the media's got a job, right? And and the media is ran by ratings, Right. Right. It's it's not ran off of sympathy. It's not ran off of, and that's the shit that pisses me off. Right. Because their their whole right. thing is it, we got to get the scoop. Killed, we got to get the ratings. Me. And you know, so that shit pissed me off. And then the other and this Gail King one. And and my thing with Gail King, like, I know you roll with Oprah and shit. You know, there, there's no need to try to go for shock value. Like, I know you did the R. Kelly interview, and and you know you went viral interviewing him and you sitting in the chair being all calm right all that other shit right um right right but then they're just like cool let's interview lisa leslie right and i i don't know how the whole thing goes i don't know i'm guessing um that they um a interviewer will send questions to the person they're about to interview be like yo are these questions cool and then they'll be like no don't talk about that don't talk about that I ain't going to answer questions about that or that. Um, but even so, like, if you're developing the questions, Gail, right, even if Lisa Leslie said, yeah, you can ask me about that, my thing is, like, why did you even bring up those questions? You know, because to me, right, my, right. Thing, my thing is the only person who should be uh, concerned with the thing that happened in 2002, 2003 is Vanessa. And Vanessa right. Bryant was like she was mad they went through whatever and they moved on they they got past it they moved on right they had three more beautiful daughters they had you know a lifetime of happiness their their marriage was full of nothing you know what i'm saying like all that stuff right. like that's right. the person who should be answering that question lisa leslie has nothing to do with what happened with kobe in, in colorado right and then you already know the facts exactly. like he was never accused of it. He never convicted of it. So as far as that goes, that never happened in the court of law. Right, exactly. So why are you even bringing this up? Second thing, uh, and you talked about it in the podcast. I think it was you or it was somebody else. Um, it was more of the, Gail King, you was here when Kobe was here. Why you ain't had no interview with him to be like, to ask him about that shit? Right, yeah. No, like no one says that shit. Like, why do you wait till after this man dies to like bring that shit? Like, that's it's repulsive. 
Like you, I know you chasing, you're chasing the story, mm-hmm. right? And you're following the trend that some stupid motherfucker has already set, like because they got attention from it. So now it's like, all right, well let's ask about it because such and such got attention. Well, no, such and such is a dumb fuck. So why would you follow that example? Right, and and that's the part that really that really got me. It, it was like, like this man was here this whole time. Nobody had a problem with him. He was living his life, um, retired, started the second part two of his life. Like you said, now I can dedicate more time to being a family, a, a family man, more time to my wife, more time to my kids, more right. time being a dad, taking them to games, talking to them, coaching them up. Um, and, and that's just with Gianna. Like, who knows? His, he had a 17-year-old daughter. He was probably right. helping raise the the, the – it hurts me that the seven month old that he was probably excited to see what she was going to be when she grow up. Um, the fact that Gianna's yep. gone. Cause I think Gianna was about to be the Kobe of the WNBA. Like just what Dion, Diana Trousy nah, used that was, to be. That was, you know what I said? Remember De- Diana Trousy came into the league, was just jacking up yeah. threes and crossing. Gianna was about to be that times three, I think, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, the fact like that, there was already, there was already talk around this whole area. Like, Cause I stay, I stay an hour north of LA. Yeah, there was already talk about how good this girl was already at thirteen. They're like she moves like Kobe Bryant, which yeah. is scary for a thirteen year old. Like she was, she was doing people, right? Like and then doing girls older than her. The clips you see her in, she's playing against older girls, and she's just yeah giving them the business. And I was the like, this, this girl about to be problems. Yeah, that's, you know that girl was gonna be nasty. But yeah, it just comes. It just it just comes back to me, like, why, why this question comes up? Why, not only, not only Gail. Well, I'll, we'll we'll just focus on Gail because, like we were talking about uh, before we started recording, like every game after, like somebody have a game, forty points, whatever, and then here comes the the, the reporter. Hey, so I know things have been hard since the since the death of Kobe, and you know you came out here gave forty one points. Is was that was that in honor of Kobe or was that? It's like man, just move. You on. know, it's like just move on. Was. Like you don't think everybody already mourned? I don't want to say just because it's going on two weeks ago, but I mean people have mourned, people have moved on, they're trying to move on, and then it's just like so Kobe, so Kobe, so Kobe, so Kobe, and it's just like. Like, quit trying to get, get people's reactions. I mean, that's all the media is trying to get is, like, the emotion. And, and hey, yeah, I brought that out, you know? And um, yep. I know Gail King, she she released a, a little video statement. Did you see her little uh, state? I, I want to call it a statement, but it seemed like more I of a... I saw that bullshit. <laughs> her, her excuse. <laughs> Talking about uh, she blaming the network. Yeah, that was some bullshit. Talk about, I mean, you're blaming the network, but you provided material for the network to monopolize on. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't right. want to ask that question. You could have totally not asked that question. Because, like, the first part of the interview, you're looking at jerseys and you talking about his work ethic and all that stuff. Then y'all sit on a chair and then you just, like, I mean, his thing. And then Lisa Leslie was like, nah, we'd be in the club and he don't even be trying to get me to go get girls like other NBA players be trying to have me do. And then... Here's Gary. Right. Well, probably because you were his friend, you never saw that. He probably was doing – I'm just like, Gail, stop it. Like, there's a whole 
wife and three daughters left who is going to be watching this interview. They got a deal. Why are you talking about my dad like this? You know, why are you talking about my dead father like this? You know, and then then when when, when black, (laughs) hey, because we going to come for you. You know, you just can't talk about Kobe any kind of way. We going to come for you. And then when she saw that backlash, she was like, uh, I would be mad too if I just saw that part. I blame the network for that. And, bro, she canceled, man. Like, I ain't really, really rock with her too much. I know she on the Good Morning America and all that stuff. But, you know, I'd be at work when that shit be on TV anyway. But um, oh. I'm, I'm usually for giving people a chance. But, th- I, I mean, that's inexcusable. Like, I know you're in the media. But you have control of your questions, you know. Like the network yeah. can be like, "Hey, ask you, her, ask her about ask Kobe's rape case," you, you, you know. And you could be like, "Nah, I ain't doing that." And if you want somebody to do that, find yeah. somebody else because I ain't doing it. Yep. You ask a question, so you obviously the back music. Hold on, say that again. You got cut off. Oh, my, my bad. I was saying, like, you knew what the backlash was going to be, so face the music. You you knew what that was going to happen. You knew what was going to happen. You yes. you know you couldn't ask that question. And she was so comfortable asking it. Talk about, I asked it again, and then when Lisa Leslie right. was like, I'm not talking about it no more. I thought that put a good button on it, so I wanted the network to put that. Like, you wanted the network to put that on there so you would get clicks. You wanted that to be on there so when people looked at the preview and was like, I'm asking her about Kobe's rape case. People be like, oh, shit, what the fuck is going on here? Click. Because it worked. I clicked on it, and I was just like, oh, Gail, you out of pocket. Right. And then Boozy came after her. Snoop came after her. Everybody was coming after her, and I was just like, like, Snoop, <laughs> Snoop shit. Did you see Snoop shit? <laughs> we, we call it. <laughs> Snoop's like, you funky head ball bitch. <laughs> he was. He said, you dog face bitch, or something like that. I was like, Hey, and hey! What funny... killed me? What? <laughs> Go ahead. What killed me about what killed me about Snoop shit? He was like, he was like, I'm gonna call her one. Y'all mind if I <laughs> call her one? <laughs> you were... Yeah, that's that's the one. I was dying. I was, he was looking at the camera. He was like, "Can I call her? Can I call her?" It? Like he was waiting for our approval. Then he just would have did it anyway. Like we could have been like, "No, yeah. Snoop, don't do it." Snoop said, "I'm gonna do it anyway." Wait, wait. No, Snoop, don't call her a bitch, no. Dog face ass bitch. And he had the little scarf on too. Uh, Snoop was out there, man. But uh, no, nah, I was I was disappointed in Gail, man. Like it is in the media as a whole, and it it, it started like the day of his death, and the media was just like just pumping information out there. And I talked a little bit about it on uh on on my episode of the podcast, but like it was just making me sick to my stomach how the media was just all about trying yeah. to put like every like the first thing they would just shoot it out without even verifying. Talk about Rick Fox on the plane. Oh nope, he wasn't on it. They don't care. Boom, they sent out another one. Like nobody gets the facts first and sends it out. Like so the one that really scared me was like there's nine people on the plane, and then one of the things was like, oh, Kobe's whole family was on it going to see Gianna's game. Just four daughters. I was like, oh, I saw that too. I was like, man, I pray that shit's not true. Yeah. Like, until I had everything confirmed, like, I wouldn't say shit. 
I was like, man, like, there's so much information coming out. Because I was like, you, I was like, man, there's too much information coming out at one fucking time for me to just be like, this shit is true. But actually, I was actually doing, like, the 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 instant the news broke. Like, I was doing a podcast. I was actually doing a oh, podcast. Shit. Like, I was on I was on somebody else's podcast. And my phone was going ape shit. Like, it was going crazy. Like, to the point where I had to turn my phone. Because I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then, like, I, my boy, he called me. He was like, man, you see this shit? I'm like, no. He was like, man, Kobe Bryant. Right? And at first, I was like, man, oh, God, that's the shit. I was like any nosy ass nigga. I was like, I'm going to look online to see if this shit is true. And I ain't seen nothing. So I'm like, man, he full of shit. And then, sure enough, like, that shit just started flooding in like a fucking wave. I was like, God damn. Like, mm-hmm. that's just got And then I, I was watching the Pro Bowl, and then they finally confirmed it on the Pro Bowl. I was like, man, that's fucked up. But I was like... I was like, that's some fucked up shit, man. And then like the 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 number of reports that kept coming out. And to to the to the I get it, like everybody wants to report that shit, but be accurate. But it was just like, man, like y'all just kept fucking shit up. Report after report after report. Cause yeah, the whole Rick Fox shit, I was like, damn, Rick Fox is gone too. Mm-hmm. And then like the shit that really made my shit my shit drop was like there's nine people on, on the plane, and, and then like it was all oh my fucking god, that's oh, like because as, as and I, before anything, I approached it as a parent because I was like, oh man, that's fucked up, man. That like, that's that's fucked up because you know you know that you're going to do some shit, and then like where they said it was, I'm like, man, he's almost to uh, like the Mamba Academy because I knew where that shit was. Yeah, I was like, he's almost to the Mamba. Academy, like I know that's where he was going. Yep. And I was like, that's that's even more fucked up because he was almost there. And I'm like, damn, he was almost there, and he's with his whole family. I was like, man, that's fucked up. The only person that was on there wasn't was his wife. Now she lost her all that shit. Oh my god. And I was like, man, that's that's heartbreaking. That's heartbreaking as fuck. And then come and find out, and, and it didn't it didn't lessen it, but it 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 made it more fucked up that it was his daughter. Like any of his daughters was on the plane, but it was more fucked up that it would have been all of his daughters. Yeah, I'd have been like, man, that's fucked up. Yeah, and I was like, man, they just they just made you have no idea what you did to a fucking country right now, just reporting bad shit. Like you yeah. have no because to a lot of people, Kobe's a, a fucking hero, and especially the LA man, LA was fucking. This is probably the fucking saddest day I've ever seen in LA. And mind you, I was here for Nipsey. Yeah, Nipsey, Nipsey was that, that was a that's fucking day. Like that was sad, but this shit was some. Other, it was some other shit. And you know, like, and you know why? Whole... Because uh, with Dipsy, I would say it's more the black community, right? Was it a whole lot of uh, right? I don't want to say you know like white, you know, community in New York or New York, <laughs> L.A. coming out uh, to his shop. You know, ain't nobody going on Crenshaw. Right. <laughs> unless they're familiar with Crenshaw, you know what I'm saying? They're probably like, right. Jesus, people getting shot down. I ain't going down there, but um, like it's, it's, it's the people, his music touched. And I mean, it's like, we know uh, right. as, as, as lovers and, and, and followers of hip hop, uh, what Nipsey was about, uh, what he used to be his past and what he was moving forward to be. 
uh, it kind of reminded right. me of, of Kobe. Like there was part one of his life, which was the gang banging and all that stuff. And then there's and then there's part two of his life, where it's the rap and you know trying to put positive stuff out there and and employ the hood and and provide opportunities for less fortunate and stuff. So it was part one and part two. Right. Part two got taken out too quick because who knows what that man could have done later on. And that's the well, way I feel about Kobe. Well, what Nipsey was, what he was, what, he, what Nipsey was becoming, I think scared a lot of people because, and, and it was it was never more evident than when he died, because he was bringing together like all the gangs. Yeah. But on a positive note, on a positive, it wasn't like it wasn't like gang banging like we got all gonna come together and gang banging this shit. It was like nah, we gonna all come together and this is all gonna be peaceful. Yes. And we're going to build this shit up, and that shit got taken away. And then, like, with Kobe, with Kobe, it was just like, with with Nipsey, it was more anger. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it was more anger in his death because the black community, the black community, Latino community, like, all them people, he affected so much shit that everybody was mad because, like, they knew what was lost in that moment. Like mm-hmm. over some bullshit, you know what I mean? And then Kobe is just like, it was a. This shit was like the only thing I can compare this to was like, remember when Kim Jong Il died? Yeah. And like <laughs> all of North Korea was just day just of like fucking boohooing and, and shit. Yeah, man. Like they showed that shit on TV. It was like it was like that, but for real. You yeah. know what I mean? It was like it was on that level, but like for real. Like what the fuck just happened? Like I can't. I can't process this shit. Like, and even going out because I was out that day. Like, even going out and about in in the community was just weird. It was a weird day because it's, it did start off foggy, but then it just turned into this fucking beautiful day out of nowhere. And it was just it was the eeriest shit. Wow, that I've ever seen in my life because it was it was a beautiful day and it was fucking, and I've never heard that amount of silence. But you could tell. It, was in the air. Sadness was in the air. I mean, like, you could feel that shit. You could... I've never felt no shit like that ever. And I probably never will again. And it was... That, that's the type of... That's the type of impact that Kobe had. Like, you could feel... You could feel that shit on people. Like, you can go out, wow. you can walk outside, and you could just feel that shit in the air. You know? That... That is an impactful-ass motherfucker. When, when they leave the earth and they leave that type of impact, like... And that that shit that that's the shit that I'm that I approached it from like from that day like you could feel the impact that he left yeah on on not just LA but the surrounding areas too you know what I mean because there wasn't a person outside of this motherfucker that didn't have Kobe Bryant jersey on yeah I mean like just going out going out and about you could not you could not see it you know what I mean mm-hmm. and it's like. This is the person. This is the person's legacy that you're choosing to step on by asking this bullshit ass question, and then you have the other people like just trying to get um, attention. You know what I mean? Like going out and there was a couple people out on Twitter and putting out videos like, "Yeah, yeah, the rapist is gone. He's dead. He got what he deserved." And then yeah, like that yeah, shit just yeah. made me like I was I was on some real fuck you shit. Like yeah. fuck you man like just go you know what i mean just go somewhere go fuck yourself like yeah, go that, fuck yourself and go out, out that was a real somewhere. that was a real because that shit of my energy man because 
like this whole year I, I've been trying to to like when when shit like that happens, like just try not to waste my energy on it. Uh just keep scrolling, you know, like these people just gonna be ignorant. Nothing that I will say is gonna change their, their mind, their outlook or anything like that. Uh-huh. Um Yeah. But those comments and 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 it's because I'm looking at it as a parent and like my first thought is his daughters and his wife. Um, they don't they don't need to be seeing or hearing stuff like that, right? This right. is stuff this is stuff that that only they should be concerned about or only Vanessa should be concerned about. Vanessa knew what was going on. Uh, her and Kobe talked about it. She had all the opportunity to bounce when that shit was going on in 03. Um, she chose to stay. They was going to make it work, and they made it work for beautiful daughters. Um, and outside of that, like, everything was fine with them. You know, it wasn't like he was back out there in the streets, back right. out there in the streets. Like, he knew he was home. Um I followed him on Instagram. I didn't follow her, and I didn't want to jump and start following her now that he passed. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want because I, I know right, that probably right, happened, right? right? Like yeah, she yeah, probably yeah. like her followers probably boosted up by the millions after the passing of Kobe, and I didn't want to ride the wave, right? Um, I'm respecting her privacy and whatnot. Right. It's just one of those things where, um, like, bro, that's that's like I, I look at it as like. His wife and daughter's got to see this. Like, this is going to be chronicled. This, like, I don't know if his 17 year old got Twitter, Facebook, or IG or anything like that, but she's scrolling through looking at these comments. And you know, she probably like does. You know what I'm saying? And she's scrolling through and seeing shit like that about her dad. Like, come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, and these are adults. Yeah. Well, the rapist and adulterer's yeah. gone. Like, yo, chill, my guy. Like, that whole thing with Kobe had nothing to do with what's going on in your life. And you're upset with this, like? Right. Did you have the same? Did and you have the, the way, same energy? The way I when when the when, way I go ahead. Oh no, I was about to say the way I approached it was like, man, wait, year we in? We're 2020. Shit was fucking almost 20 years ago. Like this man went 20, damn near 20 years from that moment without a fucking incident. Not so much as a fucking mention of him inappropriately interacting with a few like when when do you get over that shit when like how much how how much does he have to fucking be an angel you know what i mean <laughs> like like damn what the fuck yeah and it's like if his wife can get over it the person that he he betrayed in that incident why is this random 40-year-old dude from fucking Nebraska still hung up on this thing from 2003. Like, was he dating you? Was was that, you know what I'm saying? Like, why are you still hurt about this if everybody who was involved in it have moved on with their lives? Right. That's where I'm at with it. Like, it ain't it ain't nothing to me. But I'm just like, yo, if, if the person who matters forgave him and gave him another chance and he did right by her, bro, just let it go, man. Just let him go. Let it go. Let let him live his life, and then just like let it like, go. Why? <laughs> why those go. people were not allowing people to mourn. Like they were not allowing people to feel sorrow, feel grief. You know, celebrate an adulterer is gone. Like, 
chill, my guy. Like, calm down. Like, just let people feel bad. Let these people go to the Staples Center, pay their respects, do what they need to do to move on with their lives. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many people that yeah. try to try to control how people mourn or react to different people's death. Like, just because he didn't mean that much to you doesn't mean that this person over here isn't allowed to cry and feel sad. You know what I'm saying? Right. Meanwhile, we got a live motherfucker that said he grabbed on pussies before, before and ain't nobody gonna say shit. But, you know. <laughs> here you go. <laughs> however, I mean, I ain't saying however, no names, speaking, but <laughs> speaking about uh, grabbing up on pussies, uh, there's a product that's out there that can probably help him curb the need to grab on those things. If y'all have not heard, <laughs> I've been working on my transitions. If you have not heard, <laughs> that was a wonderful transition. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> is out here in these streets releasing candles that smell like her vagina. And when I first heard, like, low-key, I heard about, you know the first time I heard about this? I was, I was in the class at my, the, the little comedy, stand-up comedy class, and somebody was doing a routine about it. Uh -huh. And he was just like, so Gwyneth Paltrow's out here making vagina candles. And I'm just like, ha, 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 ha. And everybody was laughing. I'm just like, is this real? And it was like, word. I was like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> So this man's <laughs> this man's doing his bit, and I'm searching on my phone under the table, and I'm just like, "Yo, she out here doing like pepper pots out here, <laughs> pepper pots out here making pussy candles." <laughs> what, yo? And they sold out, sold out. First day, no got way, no seventy-five dollars a candle sold out. First day. Seventy-five dollars a candle. Seventy-five. How many of them did she make? I don't know. Them hoes gone though. <laughs> God, wow, that's that's impressive. That's a lot of motherfuckers want to know what your snatch smell like. That's what I'm saying. Hold on, let me. I got the website up right here. I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> oh no, no. No, I'm just trying oh, to no. figure out what when the, the power scent, trail now. I, mm -mm. What the scent is? Where's this shit at? Yo, she named this shit. She named the candle. This sh smells like my vagina. <laughs> and the caption's like what does it smell like citrusy bergamot geranium and cedar juxt what is that juxtaposed with damask rose and ambriette seed now it smells like 200 <laughs> no fucking way 200 dollars <laughs> No fucking way. You, no fucking way. You talking way. about people trying to resell the candle? Yeah. Are you serious? They resell it for $200? For $200. They, they reselling this shit. On eBay? No fucking way. Yeah. <laughs> no fucking way. I don't know what Gwyneth is doing. Is she? <laughs> she really put, she really put, it smells like my vagina. Oh, yeah. This you see the front? Like my, <laughs> this smells like my vagina. Yo, that is the greatest shit. Yo, who in the shit selling? Like, 
I mean, if I was in her camp, yeah, exactly. If I was in her camp, I'm like, yo, you was in Endgame. You know what I'm saying? Like Tony, Tony Stark died. <laughs> like you got your bag, Gwyneth. You got your bag, girl. And then she just come in here and be like, hey, I'm gonna make a candle that smells like my vagina. Hold up, what? <laughs> uh, Gwyneth, uh, I'm sorry. Did you, did you just say? That's part. Wow. <laughs> And she out there just selling it, bro. Yo, her whole site. So I read. That's she, some, apparently she that's got crazy a um, a docu series or something on Netflix, and it's about her her company. You know what? I thought this was a um. I, I thought this was like 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 a rumor because Erica Badu has one too, right? Oh yeah, hers is an incense though, and I don't know if hers is gonna smell like roses. I don't. Because Erica Badu crazy enough to just be like, I want this to smell like my pussy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want this to smell like my vagina. You know what, though? You know what? There's a clip somewhere um, where that somebody was like, what's that smell? It smells amazing. And she was like, that's my vagina. <laughs> and he was... <laughs> no, no, there's a clip of it. Like... <laughs> Erica Badu? No, I'm serious. Erica Badu. I'm serious. There's like there's a clip of something. Boy, stop it. <laughs> no, I'm what? For real. Oh my and god. And he was like, and he was like, and he was, he was like, that's what it smells like. And she was like, yeah. And he's like, hmm. So Mm-mm. now I'm I'm actually kind of interested. Like I'd buy it just to because whatever <laughs> whatever it did for it. Uh, <laughs> I want those powers. Oh yeah, I remember. I remember seeing that in an interview. 3, I remember seeing that in an interview. She was like, "Every dude that has been around or been in contact with my my pussy has moved on to different levels of life and success, or something like that." So that Bro, was her motivation. They've gone. She's, they, she's, they went interstellar. Because <laughs> she's a she's a what is she doing? Because she has a store. She's about to do like a, a world market, Erica Badu's world market, and she's gonna have like wardrobe and all this other, like, uh, you know, home remedies and medicines and stuff like that. But I, I remember seeing that because I was trying to do a little bit of research before this thing, and I saw that interview, and I'm just like, like, so she's just looking at common, like, look at the success this motherfucker having. That's because of my shit. Look at Andre 3000 being in everybody's top five, even though he ain't released one album. <laughs> that's because of my shit. You know what I'm saying? Like she, she out here thinking her shit is just putting everybody on, on the map. <laughs> yo, yo, what was that today? Earlier today, Jay Electronica was like the album's done. I was like, whoa, hold up. <laughs> she she done threw it on. <laughs> everybody, everybody making life decisions and, and moves and get promoted in life. Yep. Her shit come out next month. Though, man, man, Andre Gwyneth 3000 had it. He now. made the love below. That's a lot of fun of those. You ain't lying, man. Man, that that love below is... You ain't lying. <laughs> she... The people who have been involved with her have had critical success. <laughs> yeah. Critical success. And... <laughs> bro, I, I just know. This, this whole wave... Like this, Gwyneth Paltrow, she got this shit. Hold on, where's her shit at? Made by 
She out here, she got a $15,000 vibrator, my guy. I read that somewhere. No, no. I read that somewhere in the interview. The only vibrator I see on here is like the tennis coach, and that shit's 60 bucks. But I'm just like, is Gwyneth Paltrow out here? Because she got a thing on Netflix, like a documentary about her forming this this company, Goop, Gop. G-O-O-P is what it's called. Is That's Goop, right? Mm-hmm. Goop? Yeah. So first of all, like, if you're like, I got a candle that smells like my vagina, and your company is called Goop, I'm going to be like, that's gross. Like, I don't want that. Yeah, no, nah, I'm a pass. I'm a pass. It's a hard pass. I'm going to just hit this bath and body I don't works. Wanna... <laughs> and get this pumpkin spice before I get this shit. You know what I'm talking about? I ain't even, I ain't even yeah, messing around. Yeah, get that cucumber melon out. You know what I mean? I don't want that goo. <laughs> the cucumber melon. That, shit, that shit's fire, bro. <laughs> well, you, you know, if you smell cucumber melon on a girl, you'd be like, shit, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> bro, but she out here just... She got a whole shop. Just, I'm out here for y'all. Like, I got all the sex shit y'all want. I got y'all. She even got a men's section. Let me see what she got in here. Nope. Just hair shit. Cologne. I don't know if she married, because I don't want her husband to be like, this candle smell like my dick. You know what I'm saying? We don't need that shit. <laughs> I thought she was, she was. And she's not still married to uh, Chris Martin, is she? From nah, Coldplay. Divorce. Ah. She became Pepper Pot. Started feeling herself. She got back in that gym. Bro, I'm sitting here like, yo, she out here wilding. Where's her shit? Exclusive to Goop. Let me just hit that up. What you got exclusive? Oh, my God. Hell no. Wow, bro. But yeah, Eric, uh, Erica Badu talking about. I got vagina incense. She ain't talking about I got vagina candles that smell like uh you, you know what? An incense is actually smarter because that smell lingers. Bro, I'm scared of Erica Badu's incense, man. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, like I'm like reading, Red Fox and Harlem Nights with this one. I'm reading, like reading I, the I gotta I gotta see talk about. <laughs> Reading the odor of Gwyneth Paltrow's ah. thing on her site. Eat egg, and it's her. Oh, she does those. Uh, she does the yoni eggs. Oh yeah, you know, it's her thing, and she gets. Hey, that shit is <laughs> that shit is dangerous, man. Girls that use that shit will kill you. <laughs> and that's what people. Shit, like yo, this shit is you get fucking what is that toxic whatever? They were just like yo, you go fuck around and die with this Uh-oh. shit. And she was like yo, I put all. They were like, her thing was, it's cool because like I put a hole in it and now they can use unwaxed dental floss as the string to just like. Nah. Gwen, if what you doing? Gwen, if what you doing? Nah. Yo, them yoni eggs are how you ready to kill a motherfucker, man? For real, like. <laughs> Taller women out there, stop using them shits. Y'all creating stalkers using that shit. Motherfuckers be sitting outside your house waiting on your ass because you done put a yoni egg in there. That motherfucker done saw God. Now he ready to kill you. <laughs> oh, shit. 
Yeah, boy, she out here wilding, man. Gwyneth is living her life. I'm about to watch her shit on Netflix just to be like, I just want to see the episode that where she came up with that candle. Be like, you know what? You know what the streets need? <laughs> I, I've been listening. I have my ear on the streets. That thing. <laughs> I know people. That's what she said her name. She said her name. That thing. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Watching me up in these Avenger movies. Got Pepper. That Pepper Pots. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I was telling the cats, uh, listening. I was like, man, technology, wow. That's why my goal is to make it and have all my people live close so they can all just come over to the crib and and record in person. (laughs) Yeah. Hold on, my shit sounded like the echo effect is going on. Hold on real quick. Oh, yeah, I'm hearing it on my end, too. So that's why y'all should be subscribing to the Patreon, man. Nah, I don't have one yet. (laughs) <laughs> get some money to buy better equipment to give y'all better product, but uh, nah, we're just trying to trying to make this stuff work geographically separated, but but still, man, I, I had to get my man's opinions on these things, man, because it's it's good stuff, man. Yeah, it's always good stuff. So uh, you said so, you, had, you had something else quick, you wanted to talk about, you... right? Yeah, I was about I was about to transition into it, but um, have you watched this? show on Netflix called The Circle. Uh-uh. Now I've been I've been seeing social media like cats on my timeline talking about it. Is it is it lit? So so yeah. So it's the weirdest fucking show ever, man. Like so it's it's eight it starts off as eight strangers, right? They they go into different apartments. So they each have their own apartment. And in their apartment is uh there's like camera setups and uh, they have a social media account that they can post, but it's only to the other seven other players. They don't interact with them at all, like personally. It's, it's all social media. Mm. So they they talk to each other on the thing. Like if they go to dinner, it's all like if they meet with them on dinner, it's all on social media. Like they there's no human interaction whatsoever. It's the weirdest shit in the world. But, um, like, they rate each other. And the way the shit works is the top two people have the ability to kick anybody out. So they they do the ratings, and the top two people become, like, what they call influencers. They can kick anybody else out. And I didn't think, I was like, this shit is the stupidest shit I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) Right? Because no human interaction. Right, right, and then the the interesting part about all, all of this shit is like among them is is people who who are catfishing. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> when I tell you the shit, the shit is awesome because like there's there's this whole black dude who's pretending to be his girlfriend and like motherfuckers is just flirting with him. Like that shit is fucking hilarious. Because <laughs> they they think it's his. Girl. Girlfriend, so like, like the guys be talking to him and shit. So uh-huh. the goal is to last until the end, and then you get a hundred thousand dollars. So I've been watching this shit. 
yo, it's it's the funniest it's the funniest shit and it's it's actually actually really good. It's a really good show. I didn't think I was gonna like it. And then I found myself like episode three, like, oh, oh shit, what the fuck about to happen? And then like so for everybody that gets eliminated, like another motherfucker comes in. And then they either they're either real or they're not. But it's like it, it's it's a really good lesson for like social consciousness because we're so quick to judge people by appearance. Yeah. And especially in social media. So social media is like we we judge each other by appearance all the fucking time. And it's like yep. there is where the biggest lesson is learned. So like one of the the, the coolest people on there is like well well it's like a chick that she went in there as a completely separate person, right? Mm-hmm. Her her personality was was good. Like everything about her was cool except her appearance. So she went on there as this other person, but she was being herself and was like cool. And like once everybody found out who she was, it was like, oh shit, she's not who she says she was. So so it kind of created like the stigma, like, well, who else in here is not or who else in here is not real? And who else is? So it's kind of creates like, do I really need to trust this person? And it's like, yeah, it's a pretty good lesson to learn, like out in normal society. How many episodes? Especially if, like so I think it's like 13 episodes. I was on like episode eight. Oh, okay. But yes, yeah, it's, it's it's actually a really good show, man. Like, is it a? I didn't think I was going half like, hour episodes. Yeah, it's an hour long, like 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah, I might check that out there. Yeah, it's a, it's actually a really good show. I I was like. I was like, man, this show is stupid. <laughs> like, this, this is a dumbass show. Like, how, how are you gonna, um, how are you gonna judge people on like you? There's no human interaction whatsoever, uh-huh. like whatsoever. <laughs> they don't, they don't see each other. They, well, I take that back. There is, but you only find out who people are once they've been eliminated. So, like, the twist is, like, if they're, if they're not, um, successful. Successful and con- continuing, like they get the option to go see anybody else they want to go see. So, like one dude, one dude, he got eliminated, and then like he went to see the person that that eliminated him. Yep. Turns out that person was the catfish, and like so he was like, "Oh shit!" So he left the, and then <laughs> you can leave a message once you um once you get eliminated. Uh-huh. And so once he got eliminated, he left a message after meeting that chick and was like. Yo, don't be, uh, don't be. Appearances aren't everything that they seem to be. Not everybody is who they who they are online. Yeah. And then like everybody kind of put two and two together. Like, okay, whoever this motherfucker is is a catfish. So now we got to be on guard. So it kind of created like this whole dynamic. It was like you can't trust everything you see online, which is a you need to be that way in real life. Like you can't trust everything you see online. So, yeah, I checked that out, man. Because, like I said, there's about five or seven people was doing hashtag circle, and they were, they were rooting for people like Joey and all these other people. And I was just like, who the, the hell is you talking about? They're like the circle. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm just like, man, I get around to that. I get around to that. But uh, I didn't. I didn't think I'd get around to it. But I think you might have sold me on it. 
Yes. So is it's it is weird. it like is it like, a, man, like a dating that show crazy. or is it just like uh like uh I, I want to say Big Brother, but I never watched Big Brother. Like so, kind of like the best way I could describe it is like Big Brother meets I don't know any fucking The Bachelor if, if you want to put it that way. Big Brother. Yeah, Big Brother meets The Bachelor meets Catfish. Because you never know what the fuck you're going to do. <laughs> this is a mix of olive hose. <laughs> yeah, you never know what the fuck you're going to get. But it's like it's weird because like when somebody gets eliminated, then another new person comes in. Oh, so it doesn't like whittle down to like the last three contestants or anything? Like so who, how you win this shit? I mean, without any spoilers, because if people have not seen it, I don't want... So I don't I don't know exactly how you win it because I haven't been like right. I've I'm still I haven't finished it yet. Right, right. But where I'm at is like they just keep adding people and it's like it's it's weird. And then like one dude, one dude, he's uh he's at a point where like, like there's a whole twist in the whole game because now it's two people versus everybody else. And it's like it's I was like, that's weird. Wow. <laughs> so you gotta watch it. And I was like, I was like, that's crazy. This yeah, is a crazy ass show. I ain't got shit else to do this weekend. <laughs> Play <laughs> Xbox and whatnot. Um, but shit, man. Yo, um, appreciate you uh, jumping on here, man. I know it's late. My man just got back from the gym. He went to the gym and then jumped on here so he, so he could talk some talk some bullshit yep. with me and cut it up. I appreciate it, fam. No problem, man. Anytime. Hey, um, and uh, tell, tell the folks out here... Uh, about your your show on uh, that feeling, uh, what you talk about? Because you're on two of them now, right? You got a, another show with the, yeah. Go ahead and tell them about it. Yeah. So, um, I do a battle rap podcast. Uh, I just started that with the homie D Van. Um, it's, we don't have a name for it, so the title right now is this shit ain't got no name. Yeah. Um, but it's dedicated. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so. It's dedicated to uh, battle rap, and, and um, Van is actually a really huge battle rap fan. Like, if you don't know who this guy is, like, he is he is a, a very he's a battle rap student. He finds him, he clues me in because I like battle rap too, and he um he brings me to whole battles to watch, and he analyzes them. He's a really good mind for it. Um, it was only right that we bring a man to do a podcast with him, but mm-hmm. that's what we do with that one. Um, I also have uh, Wrestling With My Thoughts, which is, I do now have a co-host, uh, Frank D. Um, I actually, since you the homie, I'll, I'll, um, I'll, I'll kind of fill you in on what's been going on. So uh-oh, uh-oh, one of my, one of my, sneak <laughs> yeah, yeah. So one of my, um, one of my, Big fish I'm trying to catch. Um, I actually had a conversation with WWE Hall of Famer Teddy Long. Um, Teddy Long. He fit to be a (laughs) co-host? Dog, I'm trying to get him. I'm actually actually trying to get him his own podcast. On On that feeling? That feeling uh, podcast. Yeah, I'm trying to get him on it. So that's that's one of the things I'm actually shooting for. Um, I had a really, I had like an hour long conversation with this man. And yo, when I tell you Teddy Long is like, he is, he is a thousand. He keeps it a thousand. 
Mm-hmm. Like to the point to the people on the wrestling industry, and like that was my first conversation with him. So um, my hope is that I can get him on that film podcast network. Um, uh, my co-host Frank D. Um, he's actually he's actually really good friends with him, and uh, he's done a whole bunch of interviews with whole bunch of industry people but him and teddy long are actually really good friends he actually shocked me with that one like, he just called me out the blue and was like hey hold on and uh he clicked on the other line and he was like here and then he just introduced me and like we just had a whole like he just let me talk like and i, I was like i don't know even know what the fuck i want to ask him <laughs> like because he's managed <laughs> like and there's so many people and it was like like i don't even know what the fuck to ask this man but like i want him to get on the on the network and put him on a podcast and then just let him interview people or just let him talk about because the man is full of wrestling history. So that's what I'm working on now. And um, hopefully I can get that, get that to the network. But if you if you like that film podcast network, please subscribe to the IG. Um, that film podcast at IG. So at that film podcast. And um We'll try to get more podcasts out and shit. That's our main way of getting like the episodes that we dropped out. We also have uh, that film podcast network Facebook page. So look us up there. And, and if you are listening to the homie Mac, AKA your boy shit, follow him, go to wherever he tells you to go because he's not <laughs> leading you astray. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that, man. And uh, um, when I tell you that my homeboy here, Black Mac, is good people, man. Um, I know if you've been listening to my podcast or, or you just know me in, in in general, you know that I'm trying to do uh, trying to dabble in this comedy uh, lifestyle or whatnot, whether it be performing or writing. And um, he actually put me in touch with a uh, uh, already established. He's not like Kevin Hart type shit, you know, but he's on his way because I, 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 I listened to an interview and I don't know what exact episode it is where, where you uh, interview him. But uh, Sam, was it Sam Ridley, right? Am I saying it right? Yeah, right? Sam Ridley. Yeah. But, Yo, uh, that dude, he's he's math dope, man. Like, um, he's going he's gonna to be there one day. He grinds. He grinds really, really yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna be there one day, and I felt like, like just introducing you to him would would help you tremendous. Dude, he does a lot of fucking work. He knows he knows his shit too. So he does. I was yeah. talking to him about this class, and like a man, I ain't talked to him before I signed up for this class because he was like low key, like these comedy intro to comedy, how to do stand up, are just cash grabs. Cause all they're gonna do yep. is like if you're already funny and you already know how to tell jokes and and tell stories. Hold on, my my little echo coming back. You hear it? Now it's gone. Yeah, nah, I'm good. You're good. Oh. Yeah, you good. But yeah, he was just like, cause all she gonna do is just tell you set up, you know, intro setup, punchline, and like you'll sit there, and all she's gonna do is tell you it, and then you sit there and be like, oh, so that's what I did. So that's why my joke is funny. You know, you're not going to sit there and use that formula to create a joke because if you do that, it's kind of like it's not funny at that point. Right. Um, you know, callbacks, all that other stuff. He's like, dude, if you're naturally funny, 
you've probably been sitting in that class and she's trying to teach you shit and you're just like, I've been doing that. And that's low key what I've been doing the last two classes. Like, I'm just like, right. I know this already, you know? And so it's one of them things where like, I already paid my two forty, you know, so they, they make it bank off of this shit. They're just right, 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 right. Uh, 11 people signed up. So, I mean, you already made like over, you know, $2,600 to teach this class that everybody will like. I don't want to say it, it ain't nothing, but I mean, it, it's helping me try to compress my shit to about three to five minutes, which is a standard showcase time. But, um, but yeah, he, he's been chatting with me and, and let me know. Um, he, he was just like, yo, just hit them open mics up, bro. Like you're going to take some L's. But you got to learn from them L's, bro. You're going to tell some <laughs> jokes that don't hit. You just learn and, and be like, hey, that shit ain't hit. How do I fix it? You know what I'm saying? So, um, And I mean, if that's how he made it out there. And the shit that gets me is prior Air Force. So now, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm like, dude, you me. You where I want to be. But. Yeah. Yeah, so I appreciate you. You, you put me in touch with uh Put me in touch with the homie and stuff, man. This dude, this dude here is good people. No, no, man. This dude here is good people. Black Mac, man. So, yeah, so follow him. You hear the reverb now? You hearing the echo? Yeah. I don't know what's wrong yeah, with my yeah, thing, man. Yeah, Hold on yeah. real quick. It's, it's the God box, man. You hear me now? I turned the reverb yeah. all the way down. <laughs> My shit fucked up. <laughs> Hold on. Test. Yeah, these people listening to the podcast is gonna get this. Yeah, I feel like yeah, I'm gonna get the voice. You should. <laughs> I'm talking to God. God, come in, God. Yeah, that's how you know it's time to upgrade your your recording equipment. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, so my man here, bred like a king, made his cover, Kaylee, a.k.a. Black Mac. Um, good people. Follow him. Follow him. He's on, a, like he said, Dat Fillin Podcast. Any kind of social media, if you just type Dat Fillin uh, Podcast, D-A-T-F-E-E-L-I-N, Podcast, it'll come up. Instagram, yep. uh, Facebook. Y'all got a Twitter? Is it on Twitter yet? or? No, nah, we don't have Twitter yet. Okay. I don't really be fucking with Twitter. I haven't been on Twitter that much, so yeah, I don't mean mess. Twitter, wild man. Twitter's like the the wild wild west. <laughs> yeah. You gotta go in that bitch and quit, bro. Because they be. T- I just jump on. I just jump on, on Twitter. Twitter to see what's trending and be like, what can I talk about on the podcast? And then I jump out. <laughs> yep. I get three topics. Boom, boom, boom. Bye, what? bye. <laughs> I do that shit too. What? Hashtag. All right, I'm out. I <laughs> Low key, I just I hit black. To here too long. I hit black Twitter up. Be like, boop, boop, boop. I'm out. <laughs> Whew, they almost had me <laughs> I got caught up in that bitch the other day Cause um, what what did I do I Shit Responded to something And they're like I got a like I was like well fuck I might as well hang out a little bit Somebody <laughs> liked some shit I said I mean <laughs> See what was going on in here <laughs> Twitter yeah, I wild. got going on here. All right, shit. It ain't, no, it ain't no rules in Twitter. <laughs> I'm like, oh, y'all just Hell do Hell no, nah, man. They, they, 
They careless as shit on Twitter. They don't care about your feelings. They let your ass have it. Yeah. I saw some shit. What was that? I see. Um. <laughs> oh, the J Electronica shit. That's how I found like when he said like his album was done. I had logged on Twitter for like three seconds. Right. Because I did, I did today. I was like, what's trending today? And I was looking, and then I saw Jay Electronica had an album out. So I clicked on the tweet. I was like, is this shit true? And I was like, it's him. But, like, the comments. Man, oh, yeah. Man, they was fucking roasting the shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they had one, like, uh, <laughs> the funniest shit I see was, like, they had uh, the Titanic lady. She was telling the story. She was like, that was 84 years ago. Like, they had the gift for that shit. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, we talking they about the, the album coming. <laughs> that was 84 years ago. You talking about this album? Yeah. <laughs> Bro, this is his debut studio album. <laughs> yeah. My God. You've been, yes. you been a feature on everybody's album. <laughs> you know what's funny? Bro, like, you know Kendrick roasted funny? you like, on the I controllers. And then, like, you talk, exactly. my album coming. Like, bro, I've been forgot about you after Kendrick you, flamed up. You know, Control Control was, like, almost... That shit was almost five years ago. The Control was almost five years ago. <laughs> and now you coming out, like, my album coming out. Bro, man, we bit off. <laughs> I, I'm, I mean, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a stream it. I ain't going to lie. I'm going to stream it. I'm a... <laughs> Listen, I ain't gonna hold you. I'm, a I'm pretty it. sure it's gonna be fire, but damn. <laughs> like I remember I remember like uh my 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 dog was like a baby when exhibit A came out. I was like, oh this motherfucker's cold. I can't wait for this album. Yeah. Shit, she's damn near grown and shit. Like, <laughs> goddamn, man. <laughs> Been this waiting shit, on this, this shit for this so long. album better be legit. You took <laughs> all of your time on this, Jay. You took all of your time <laughs> on this shit. This shit better be sure no all, skips. I had to make sure every syllable was no skips. Shit. <laughs> no skips. Impeculate beat selection. <laughs> Ad libs perfect. <laughs> I better have no complaints. I don't even know if they do. If the source, do they still make the source? I've not seen a source Hell magazine. No, that's that's how that's how long we've been waiting on this shit. The source is still in operation. This man was an unsigned hype for like ten years. This man is just... my album coming out. Be like, man, just put it out. Don't announce the shit. I'm tired of that. Everybody be like, album, album. Like I've been waiting on detox for how long, bro? Since 2001. You know what I'm talking about? Oh my god, yes. Just drop the shit. Just just put an album out. I want to go on Amazon Music and it'd be like new music, Jay Electronica. Be like, oh shit, my man Jay's out. Done. Yep. Done. Oh man. Done. But hey, man, I appreciate you uh, rocking with your boy, man, hanging out with me, man. No doubt, man. All right. Hey, and if you need a a, a guest spot for any of your shit, man, just let me know. Um, I'll clear my calendar out for you, man, because you're family. Yes, sir. All right. So, I know we went over our, our standard hour, but you know it's good. It's good content. That's what I'm here to give y'all. Good content. Um, so I'm the boss. So um, you're approved. <laughs> Manager said I could go over my hour. We strict. <laughs> 
cool. Uh, this has been another installment of I Said What I Said. Don't at me. I'm Mac, a.k.a. your boy, with my co-host. Go ahead and tell him for one time. One more time. This is Bread Like a King, made us Calvin Cain. There we go. And uh, if you need anything, and I say this at the end of all my podcasts, and I'm, I'm serious, if I could do it for you, uh, all you got to do is ask, how at your boy, and if I can help you, I will. You know, And if I can't, I will do what I can to find who can help you. So just how at your boy. Just let me know, right? And then um, you gonna say you gonna say your phrase? Yo, I was thinking about it today, and I know you know the phrase I'm talking about. I was I was I was finna get a t-shirt made, or just have my homeboy, my homeboy's wife, is a graphic designer. She's the one that uh, designed the holla at your boy, uh, in frame that I have at the end of my videos. I was gonna have her do a. I didn't know how you want to design, but I was like do a do a, uh, have love make sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just have her do a, a design of that or something like that. So you can you That'd can have be it. Dope. You can have it and then put it on a shirt or, or do whatever you want with it, man. But that's probably one of the dopest sayings I've heard, man. <laughs> Thank cool. you. Trailblazer right there, man. But again, man, I appreciate the boss man coming on the podcast, man. Appreciate you. And uh, Yes, sir. Yeah, if you ever need if you ever need my assistance for anything, man, you just let me know. I appreciate you bringing me to the Death Filler fam. No problem, man. No problem. It's a pleasure having you. Cool. All right, and for all y'all watching on the video, um, this will get out soon because I got like three videos. I got this green screen behind me, so I'm trying to do some crazy shit with that shit. So uh, y'all work with me. I'm getting there. I'm trying to get more professional with this shit. Um, I know y'all heard the. The audio difficulties <laughs> and shit today. <laughs> we gonna get all that shit fixed up, bro. We gonna we gonna be legit over here. All right. Um, again, y'all take care. Appreciate y'all listening. I love y'all. Thank you for rocking with us, with me, with that feeling, with, with with the whole crew, man. I love y'all, and y'all take care. Peace. Out.